my mother subscribed to Essay, a lifestyle magazine filled with articles on interior decorating, how to make housework easier, and product reviews. As soon as it was delivered, I would snatch it from the mailbox before my mother even knew it had arrived, rip open the envelope, and immerse myself in the contents. On my way home from school, I like to stop at the bookshop and browse through Orange Page, a popular Japanese cooking magazine. I wasn't able to read all the words, but these magazines, with their photos of delicious foods, amazing tips for removing stains and grease, and penny-saving ideas, were as fascinating for me as gaming guides were for my brother. I would fold down the corner of a page that caught my interest and dream of trying out the advice. I also made up a variety of my own solitary games. For example, one day after reading a feature about saving money, I immediately launched into a power-saving game that involved roaming about the house and unplugging things that weren't in use, even though I knew nothing about electricity meters. After reading another feature, I filled plastic bottles with water and put them in the toilet tank in a solo water-saving contest. Articles on storage inspired me to turn milk cartons into dividers for my desk drawers and to make a letter rack by stacking empty video cases between two pieces of furniture. At school, while other kids were playing chase or skipping, I'd slip away to rearrange the bookshelves in our classroom or check the content of the mop cupboard, all the while muttering about the poor storage methods. If only there was an S-hook, it would be so much easier to use. But there was one problem that seemed unsolvable. No matter how much I tidied, it wasn't long before every space was a mess again. The milk carton dividers in my desk drawer soon overflowed with pens. The letter rack made from video cases was soon so crammed with letters and papers that it crumpled to the floor. With cooking or sewing, practice makes perfect, but even though tidying is also housework, I never seemed to improve no matter how often I did it. Nowhere stayed tidy for long. It can't be helped, I consoled myself. Rebound is just what happens. If I tackle the job all at once, I'll just get discouraged. I had read this in many articles about tidying and assumed it was true. If I had a time machine now, I'd go back and tell myself, that's wrong. If you use the right approach, you'll never rebound. Most people associate the word rebound with dieting, but when they hear it used in the context of tidying, it still makes sense. It seems logical that a sudden, drastic reduction in clutter could have the same effect as a drastic cut in calories. There might be a short-term improvement, but it would not be sustainable for long. But don't be deceived. The moment you begin moving furniture around and getting rid of things, your room changes. It's very simple. If you put your house in order in one mammoth effort, you will have tidied up completely. Rebound occurs because people mistakenly believe they have tidied thoroughly, when in fact they have only partially sorted and stored things. If you put your house in order properly, you'll be able to keep your room tidy always, even if you are lazy or messy by nature. Tidy a little a day, and you'll be tidying forever. How about the suggestion that we should do a little each day? Although it sounds convincing, don't be fooled. The reason you never seem to finish is precisely because you tidy just a little at a time. Changing lifestyle habits acquired over a span of many years is often extremely difficult. If you have never succeeded in staying tidy to date, 
then you will find it next to impossible to develop the habit of tidying a little at a time. People cannot change their habits without first changing their way of thinking, and that's not easy. After all, it's quite hard to control what we think. There is, however, one way to drastically transform the way we think about tidying. The subject of tidying first caught my attention when I was in junior high school. I came across a book called The Art of Discarding by Nagisa Tatsumi, Takarajimasha, Inc., which explained the importance of throwing things away. I picked the book up on my way home from school, intrigued to see a topic I had never encountered before, and I can still remember the thrill I felt as I read it on the train. I became so absorbed that I almost missed my stop. Once home, I went straight to my room with a handful of bin bags and closeted myself away for several hours. Although my room was small, by the time I had finished, I had eight bags full of stuff. Clothes I never...